What? What are you doing? Sal places me into a black truck. We need to save destiny. My soft voice sounds like whispers, and the urgency I intend isn't resonating through. He shuts the door and runs around to the driver's side. Lights shine in the distance, but we're under the protection of the night. The asylum stands tall next to the truck, as if it can tumble over on top of us and crush us to death. Death, that's exactly the look it has. I'm here for you and you alone. You're lucky I even agreed to that. The rough voice scoffs as the engine roars to life. But she's my friend. We need to save her. I insist. My head falls back, hitting the cloth headrest. Friends? In there? Maybe your dad should have left you to your friends then, huh? The truck speeds away, and Destiny will never know what happened to me. The truck door shuts and jars me awake. Fluorescents shine under an overhang to reveal gas pumps. Sal darts to the convenience store that's attached. The window won't roll down, and my arms are too weak to push the door open. The snack food in the windows looks so appetizing and so very far away. Sal roams up and down the aisles, and then he's out of sight. The ding from the door opening startles me awake once again. You can't stay awake, can you? Sal asks. Here, looks like you can use this. He hands me a chocolate milk and chips. The drink tastes a little like heaven in a bottle. Slow down there. You'll make yourself sick. He hands me another bottle, this one filled with water. I didn't realize you were that thirsty. Did they not feed you? Not for three days. I think they forgot where I was. I scarfed down the chips before opening the water bottle. How did you find me? He shrugs. Lucky, I guess. He lies, and it's easy to tell since he looks away from me. Right. The salty chips go down without me fully chewing them up, and my throat regrets my haste. The truck starts, and he continues down a dark road. The reflectors in the middle of the road are the only things visible, and that's only because the truck lights shine brightly on them. Where are we going? I ask. My place. It's a couple hours away, so get comfortable. Why did my father send you? You ask too many questions. I think I like you better asleep. His mouth squeezes shut, and his hair moves in the darkness as the air vents blow against it. The lines on the streets start to run together, and they continue on into my dreams. Rows of white passes by, like the fleeting love in my heart. We're here. The sound of his voice mixes with the end of my nightmare, right after destiny yells for me. What? I ask. I didn't mean to leave you behind. Wake up, princess. We're here. Sal speaks louder, drowning out the voices in my head. Where are we exactly? Darkness fills every inch of the surrounding area. It looks like we're in the middle of nowhere. That's exactly how I prefer it. He smiles, grabs a bag from the back seat, and shuts the door. The lever on the door doesn't cooperate and panic starts to grab a hold of me that I'll be stuck in the dark as the mean Sal leaves me behind. But then the door pulls open, and he's staring at me. 
A thank you starts to form on my lips, but he smirks at me and I keep it to myself. He doesn't deserve a thank you, does he? I have rules for you, and I expect you to follow them. He turns and walks toward the darkness. You know, I don't know what's going on, and I'd appreciate some answers first. I trip over a patch of rough grass and knock into the back of Sal. First, you'll have chores, just like everyone else that passes through here. There will be a list on the fridge each morning. He straightens me. Right now, there's one other resident, and you will stay away from him. Why? I ask. I didn't agree to come here. It's like I'm going from one prison to another. <sighs> That's one way to look at it. He steps up onto a wooded porch. The house looks quaint. Crickets and night bugs sing nearby, and a buzzing nears my ears. I swat it away.